in the face I ever got. God damn it! What? I thought you always did what the diva wanted. Talk, talk more. Okay, cool. That's good. Thank you. You didn't do anything, huh? Nope. Great. The music's loud. This is before dawn. Ugh, is before dawn. Do you have any money? Uh, why? How much money do you have? No say. No say. No say. Welcome to the war zone now. None of your business. You have like a couple G's. No. <laughs> yeah, I do. Why? Um, I want to light it on fire. No. Try to fit in in L.A. Yeah. No, you can't have my money. It's not paper. It's in a bank. I believe in your art to an extent. You don't understand. No, I don't. I don't understand. Why don't you let your own money on fire? Oh no no no! I That's can't do LAAF. That. No, you don't produce with your own money. I wanna. I need somebody else's thousands of dollars, and I would like to light it on fire because wasting gobs and gobs and gobs of money is LAAF. It's obvious you two hate each other. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is L-A-A-F. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Faye. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Right! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. Feed. This. You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L.A. A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. All right, force fields up. Blasters at full power. This is the LAAF podcast. Sorry, sorry. Not sorry. By late edition Monday, I meant Wednesday. Yeah. That's- that counts. We try, folks. We try. We try to do three times a week. It's a little much, but, the schedule. but we're here when we can be here. My schedule is on fire. I've never worked less, and I've never worked more. Everyone grabs you for the artistic projects when uh, there's any downtime. So now I'm uh, working for nothing or free on everything and anything. And <laughs> I but have you're learning no time things. left to myself. And you're, you're doing what jobs again on all these movies that you're on? Oh, I just drive stuff to set. Uh, we wrapped the film Blue Fire. Hey, 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 it's LAAF podcast at the at things. Uh, follow us. Uh, look at our pictures. View our tweets. Uh, bask in the glory of our tweetingness. Uh, that person across the table from me, uh, my counterpart in crime, uh, 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 a genuine Hollywood darling, dancer, singer, actor, uh, producer of arts extraordinaire. It is Grace Faye, everybody. Oh, I thank you. <laughs> 
And across the table from me, sitting right there, um, he has a very small head. It's Jimmy McCammon. I wear a boy's size hat. Boy's <laughs> size, maybe medium. Can't even get into a small one if I need to. My head could crush your small head in a head battle. In a headbutt <laughs> battle. I have a very large head and have since I was a child. We, uh, we're I just upside down each other. Your head is basically the size of my body. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a little teeny body with a bobblehead, gigantic bobblehead that yeah. takes up the whole room. Sometimes I tip forward and bonk it on things. Like, remember when we were doing that photo shoot at the Getty Villa? And right before we were about to start the whole photo shoot and I was dressed up like a Greek goddess, I whacked my bobblehead right into, like, the pointy end of the passenger door as I opened it and gashed my forehead and then had to cover it with my bangs and proceeded with the photo shoot as though I had not been just seriously injured and concussed. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, so, like, Blue Fire, I'll the movie... I'll post some photos of that photo shoot. Oh, yeah, do since it. Since the museums in Los Angeles have been closed since March. Oh, I do have a, I do have an images, you know, for my photography Instagram. Images by Jimmy is where you can see a lot of Grace Faye photos, too, and other photos, too. You know, I like to do a little portraiture in my, uh, in my spare time. What spare time? I don't have any. Stop crying and do I'm the podcast. Too busy watching people burn stacks of one hundred dollar bills in the interest of art. Sounds <laughs> fun. I mean, I just <laughs> someone stole my bike, guys. Oh, from Pasadena. So it's so annoying in this fucking. This city's rough, guys. City, this you gotta state, lock it all southern down. Southern half of this state. Everyone's a thief. You're getting robbed from up top by the rich guys. They'll getting, steal your packages. You're getting robbed from on bottom by the homeless people. Like, there's just no way to avoid getting robbed. Well, the bike theft thing—it's way, way up in Pasadena since the lockdown. And it basically, remember in Canoga Park where those guys with, who lived in the tents would just have a fleet of bicycles outside? Yeah. They just go and grab, and this this I it was in my parking garage and locked with a bicycle lock. They used bolt cutters, and it's just gone. My wonderful bike that I was so excited about. Oh, yeah! It's going to be intense. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live. From the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. Stats needed for L.A. County Elementary Schools to reopen are within sight, but it's no sure thing. Uh, sounds like the numbers are down in the virus, and it is the second day of the uh, Trump impeachment trial in the Senate. Ponton, I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings filter uh, you might want to uh, uh take, take we're trying look. to we're tr can you hear me judge i can hear These you i think it's a filter it, in the it is and i don't know how to remove it i've got my <laughs> assistant here she's trying to but these are lawyers uh, i'm prepared to go forward with it that's i'm here live that's not i'm not a cat <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody go to YouTube and check out the I'm Not I a can, Cat I video. I can see that. I'm county attorney for the fourth largest county in Texas, so it's big. And I came down to another city here. City. Okay, so this guy Logan from West Texas, he's in his secretary's computer. The cat filter comes up. It's adorable. Well, what's great is that he's a lawyer. He can't turn it off, and he's just talking like a little cat. It's not no Snapchat filter either. It looks like a real cat. Well, it very, looks like a real cat. That's the kind of kitten I want. A little gray one with blue eyes. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. 
Um, anyway, that's big news. Um, other big news is that the, a glacier <laughs> bursts in India um, in the Himalayan mountains, um, causing an avalanche. And uh, this could happen more and more in the next 80 years um, as global warming happens. So it's not just the glaciers in the North Pole that will melt, but the tops of the Himalayan mountains are melting down. Have you ever seen side-by-side pictures of the ice caps? Uh, oh, yeah, like 20 years apart, 30 years apart, they have them. And uh, it's uh, it's kind of scary. It's noticeable. It, it immediately makes you think, where's all that water going? You know, because uh, I used to live up close to Tahoe, as you did, and uh, and when all the all the snow and ice melts in the mountains, like that uh, fills up all the rivers and streams, and so we're you know we're very conscious of like oh hey all that water's got to go somewhere, mm-hmm. and uh, that's yeah. why the L.A. River has there is a L.A. River if you guys didn't know it is completely <laughs> co- it's basically dry, big empty. Um, aqueducts made of cement that are like rectangular and then sometimes once in a while in the spring there's some water flowing through it and that's the LA River it's very sad the LA River is a river in the same way that Lake Balboa is a lake (laughs) I did I did film um, a a scene from Charlie which is on Amazon Prime you can see that um, as a fairy godmother in the LA River and I wore mud boots and a long princess dress and had to pick up this little girl just like a mermaid and run through there and they had a drone to capture the above footage and it was so gross like I smelled pretty bad for a while yeah um, there's like uh, you don't know how wet it is how stinky it is or how dirty the floor is in any movies the floor is always dirty like the only time you see I mean if, if you see a shot of a floor it's been cleaned recently because other right, than that right. it's cables and it's dirt and it's grossness yeah, and there's yeah exactly because I mean there's so many crew members coming in and out with boots and Just they're in and out and a lot of filming is open to the outdoors you know whether it's 113 degrees in Northridge and you're filming in a glass house like we did for Seaburg and everything has to, all the doors are open and it's super hot inside and they have these big air conditioning tubes that sort of cool it down or you know your Either way, you have to get used to being very cold or very hot if you're an actor. You're not guaranteed to be comfortable. The The conditions are not for the actors. They're for <laughs> the crew to get the shots. Yeah. yeah, and the only thing that's clean and pristine is in the frame. Everything else is just a chaotic mess of just cables and lights and dangerous hot stuff and and, and stinky people walking around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's... that's And now imagine doing like a nude scene in that situation. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's why you got to have the Ugg boots. Um, you got to have the Ugg boots and the long puffy coat. I learned that after a couple years in L.A. that all the, the actors, all the girls seem to have the long puffy coat that goes all the way down to their calves to keep warm. Because you're wearing a skirt or a dress because it's costume. Yeah. 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 And and then Ugg boots because you're usually wearing heels and you can't, the, the camera's not even getting your feet. So yeah, a lot of my life as a stand-in was, is she wearing the heels in this scene and do I have to put on the platform sneakers or is she wearing flats and I can wear the Uggs? Like, and, but you know, Tom Brady uh, advertises Uggs and he admits that he's had Uggs ever since he was 13 or 14. Our old, ancient, super aging hero who won the Super Bowl. You heard it here. Every time Grace Faye does a nude scene, she demands to be able to wear her Uggs. Um, a lawsuit seeks to halt some in-person appearances at L.A. County Courts due to COVID-19 concerns. I had a court thing early on in this whole COVID-19. Was uh, it a cat lawyer? 
<laughs> no, no, Dang unfortunately. It. But we're trying to make some changes in LA. Um, uh, we have uh, we have a new prosecutor. Uh, you've been hearing maybe about George bunny? George Gascon. And uh, uh, he's changing lots of things, um, but I think people have uh, meaner names to uh, to to lay on him other than Kitty Cat. He's making some like victims' families very mad by being very very easy on criminals um, and mm. taking out uh, taking out like enhancements, sentencing enhancements that uh, really violent criminals get. And so now the families of those victims are like real pissed off at him, and the prosecutors themselves are real pissed off at him. I voted for victims George Gascon because crimes? I like. Uh, victims of violent crimes, yeah, because they're getting off easy, basically. He's like, got that he's, name, like Gascon. Like, Gascon. Isn't that the guy from Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, no one fights like Gascon. No one <laughs> farts like Gascon. No one, uh, the, yeah. Da, 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 las Gascon. Yeah, I remember the tune, but I don't quite remember the words. He drinks as a lot of I am eggs. a grown up. Aww. <laughs> My friends and I just, we sat down and we did, we sang through the whole score of Little Mermaid. Okay. Well, we were born in like 80s, 90s, so like we know the whole score. Under the sea. Yeah. Did you do Under the Sea? Uh, we did the whole movie with all the text. <laughs> did not. We did. <laughs> And I was impressed. One of my friends knows all the words to Four Unfortunate Souls. Hi, Heather. How old are you guys? Uh, <laughs> no comment. It's pretty obvious, though, by what movies we know. You need a lawyer, get a cat lawyer. That's all I'm saying. A kitten. You would ever know. I'll let you two lovebirds talk. Why don't you go out and take a crack at Hollywood? I am big. It's the pictures that got small. She had such... Grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, Grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much Grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, honey. To help. Helping accomplish. Uh, Super Bowl news. The um, wait. Let me let me look at who won. I have to look this up. Grace on the rare sports desk. Uh, I'm the impressed. Buccaneers dominate the Chiefs. Tampa Bay. Is yeah. the Chiefs an offensive word yet? Uh, it should be. I mean, mm. we got rid of the. We got rid of the. What did Redskins. we get rid of? The Redskins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, Redskins is clearly you know derogatory. Buccaneers. Chiefs is kind of cool. Chiefs can be. Chiefs is good. Like there's a fire chief and a. Yeah, like if you're a chief, you're you're pretty cool. You're the boss uh, of everything. Yeah, except they did lose. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs and lost. And they got smashed because it was 31 to 9. And Tom Brady. Yay, the, Florida? Tom Brady, the old. Uh, 43. 43-year-old, four, uh, even older than me, quarterback. His of the, teeth are so white. He was a newly New England Patriot, and he won uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Super Bowls. <laughs> Seven or something. Seven Super Bowls. And then he switched over because the Patriots wouldn't have any more because he's so old. Mm-hmm. And he went to Tampa Bay to play, and then he, bam, won another Super Bowl. This so, is just a testament to men in their talk. 40s. Um, just, just real talk out there um, to the ladies. Men, you know, if you're young, be with young men. That's fine. 
But if you're my age, be with men your age because, you know, men in their 40s are just so much calmer. It's just so much easier to handle them. So if I'm a lady, I'm 25, I'm dating a dude, another dude who's 25. Um, he does once, not want to commit if he's 25. Once I'm 40, do I switch him up and get a 40-year-old dude or how's that work? You don't actually considering switch him up. Here. Wait, no, it's the same <laughs> guy who grew up. The joke. Yeah, ha ha ha. Okay, um, this was fun. I have been talking to some of my single <laughs> girlfriends, and they've, um, you know, mentioned something that's happening out there on the Instagrams. Now, as Ooh. a committed lady, I don't indulge in any of that nonsense. No, Jimmy, oh. no, oh. no. It's not just dick pics anymore, which everyone knows no women like to receive those. No women like to receive those unless they are solicited, unsolicited dick pics. And that's 99% of them are not welcome. It should if be she illegal. Asks, Flashing someone's illegal. Why wouldn't it be illegal to send someone your dick? I literally have been standing next to a girl and she's been like, oh, hey, Grace. Oh, hi. How are you doing? Yeah. And I, oh, I got this from my boyfriend. Boom. And she just pulls it up on her phone and it's like a big... <laughs> black hairy cock and you're like excuse me <laughs> don't cut that out jimmy um it's it's uh it's I, shocking I had, a, I had a colleague receive i had a colleague receive an unsolicited one just the other day on set an unsolicited one uh yeah that's 99 percent of them as i said no no, oh no but God. this is what i'm saying the new the new fate the new thing that ben are sharing is not these pics okay but money pics so oh, a photo of your fancy car steering wheel with $100 bills okay. all laid out, boom, 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 and just kind of like, boom. Or a photo of your account and how much is in your Bitcoin account or how oh, much is in your, your, oh, hey, like, look how I'm doing. So we were talking about, like, what is that saying to the woman? Like, if you decide to sleep with me, then you can have some of this well, money. Well, yeah, but women are very transactional about the shit these days themselves. You notice, because like, I mean, like, there's a lot more uh, uh, almost kind of jokey, but not really jokey posts about, like, um, you know, if he don't have, you know, if he don't have, like, this much money or if he doesn't have a job or if he doesn't, you know, like, like I see that shit all the time. That must be hard so for you as idea- a man. It may, must make men feel insecure if they're not like super rich. And and by the way, it's not true as we've discussed before. It's we're not in it for the money. Because by the way, women earn almost as much as men now. In many households, more than the men. And so we don't need your money. I don't know. I think that's getting kind of transactional on both sides, just as an evolutionary, you know. Do you think it's changed and it's more transactional now than it was back in the day of like kings and mistresses and harems and. Uh, Oh, well, yeah, you have a point. Yeah. But I mean, the patriarchy is crumbling. And as it crumbles, I feel like it should be less transactional as there's more equality. Yeah, yeah, I, I I think so. But also, like, people don't have to, you know, you're not reliant on that person for, you know, you know what I mean? And so why not be transactional, I think? You know what I mean? Like, like it's not your only way out, you know? Uh, it's not your only way of uh, having a future, getting a man, you know, who has money. You can go get Thank your own God. money. So, like, so, so I think that would naturally lead women to be more transactional and be like, uh, nah, you know, like you got to have X, Y, and Z and you got to have it in place and otherwise I'm out, you know? Yeah. Or they're like, I don't need your money. You have to be kind, loving, take care of the kids, sexy, good body. And I don't care about your money because I make enough. To this support is a us tall both. order over here. Okay. Tall order. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we're like wondering what the point of the money 
I think it's just kind of a like, you know how they're catching all these criminals on Facebook and everything? All the police just scan social media. And it's just people who just recently robbed something like with photos of what they uh, yeah. robbed on Instagram, Instagram and like a yeah. bunch of money that they just well, stole. Well, all those Capitol rioters who just instantly posted or went live like with their face and right on their 4K camera. Like, how stupid are you? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess the, the trial was kind of intense yesterday. Um... I didn't realize that a bunch of that police officers like had eyes gouged and like and oh. like got, one guy lost three fingers and uh, dude police a uh, police officer died a police yeah. officer got and then two committed to suicide death. too since then yeah. yeah yeah it's pretty rough and um, I guess the um, the lawyer made people cry yesterday talking about it eh, whatever the, was it a cat I don't want to waste. <laughs> oh, I wish it was it would have been so much nicer if it was a cat lawyer big. I thought we could do some bong rips. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Shyman guy, enough. He's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. Mm, compliance. Mm, compliance. Did you ever see uh, the flight of the navigator? No. Oh. Is it science fiction? It's kind of like a, 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 a kids sci-fi movie from the late '80s. Cool. Yeah, it's uh, and the robot. Uh, the robot in it always says compliance. And you hate compliance, don't you? I just, yeah, gonna I hate the about whole it? theme. Um, compliance and safety. Ugh. Safety and compliance. Um, it's just like... Wear your seatbelt. Doing stuff and making stuff and actually being a creator in this life is a risk. Like, if you choose that life, you are choosing possibly to have not only a shorter life, but a poorer life. <laughs> oh, a, come uh, on. No, no, I'm a serious shorter about life. this. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're, you're not you're not choosing the comfortable and safe way of life. So if you are, you know, if you're pitching, you know, and you're trying to get stuff done and you're, you know, wanting to make something like, let's say a movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then, then, uh, just I, I feel like you should maybe expect a certain amount of risk, and this is where the whole like COVID stuff comes in, because like, and the mind-boggling amounts of money, because like, people, like the film industry uh, proper, you know, the union sets that we always talk about, they are getting people tested. They are getting people tested twice. They are bringing... Sometimes two or three times before you even show up on set. And then they test you on set. And then they take your temperature. And they have a COVID compliance officer that makes and hundreds of dollars a day. And they distribute masks that are, you know, triple layered when, and very breathable and comfortable. When does the money run out? Like, it reminds me of the whole feeling that I had when they started first dishing out money, um... For the COVID stuff from the government. And I'm like, you guys are kind of showing your hand. You guys are kind of showing how, how much, much money you have. Bizarrely, like, uh, uh, bizarrely huge fortunes you have to, like, invest in all this stuff. Like, basically, like, based on a whim. And so, I mean, not not based on a whim. We know Just COVID's science, real you know. and stuff like that. But Just, like, yeah. but like, a lot of these things are like, uh, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this, even though we don't know which one you know works better, or we just know that 
ev- doing everything brings it down a little, you know, like doing everything, you know, every little thing we do keeps us a little more safe is sort of the, the attitude. And okay. a lot of it's for peace of mind, too. Well, and so fine, um, because, uh, you know, they, they might, maybe they have the money to to spend, you know, but also look at it like they've showed their hand. OK, so the next time you go and work for those people, don't be putting in extra hours. Don't be putting in, you know, don't be putting in more effort than you need to put in, because look at the amount that they're spending like they need to. I, I don't know. Yeah. They, this is their deal. Like, it's your deal if you want to be this safe, is my whole point. Like, if you want to be ultra, ultra safe, then that's great, and that's your deal, And but you're paying for it. And I'm not putting in extra days, and I'm not doing extra work, and I'm not going to extra expense and trouble. So you're saying this because, like, many people in the United States working different kinds of, like, a non-union movie job or a nanny job or a this, people, employers are asking their employees to go get tested on their own time and they're not paying for it and they're not paying for the hours it takes to go get tested and they're requiring this and you know it is something that should be compensated for yeah i think oftentimes required. they are i think oftentimes they are and i think that you don't have much of a choice trying to go and produce an independent thing you know you basically are asking people for favors the whole time you are asking people to you know to do more than they're getting paid for the whole time. You know, mm-hmm. that's why it seems like, I mean, union people, like a union actor on set will make like $1,000 in a day. Why mm-hmm. do you think that money is so high? Well, because there's no possible way a self-respecting person will give up this much of their time, this much of their like will, you know, be this uncomfortable for for less money. It's what the market demands. And it's and so, not that much actually compared to, you know, do, like Major how stars. many gigs you get per year? No, it's not that right. Much. I and mean, all people the unpaid basically auditions. can't afford to support themselves, even if they're you know, even if they're working pretty good in the industry. So like, you know, and so I'm back to the risk thing. You know, everything. If you are indie and not union and not rich, I I, I implore you to just accept the risk. Okay, like I know everybody masks, wants to that's do. That's easy. They're cheap. Sure, wear masks. Even like get tested who you can get tested and whatever or do whatever you want but like I, you're gonna break yourself like you're gonna break yourself you know uh, do, trying to comply with all this stuff like you're not you know the, like you're not a union set if you're not a union set then do what you can to be safe but like you don't have to follow the union rules you know you are buddies getting together and doing a project you don't have uh, a HR department you don't have payroll you don't have all this stuff so you know, for a long time, ever since film school, I basically have been like, like non-union, you know, indie art projects, you know, are what these things are and they should be treated as such. And there's a certain amount of risk involved and it should just be accepted. And then COVID came along and it's like, okay, well, this is obvious. Like, you know, we can still make stuff. We have our free will. We, you know, there's like, there's no quarantine that says that you can't shoot something. But look, you're taking on a risk, okay? Becoming an artist at all, you're taking on a risk. Why is it any different during COVID? Like, you are taking on a risk. And by the way, if you don't want the risk, if you want to stay safe, stay home. Don't make stuff. Like, you don't need to make anything. Stay home. Don't bother. You can't do it. All right? You're too scared. You're listening to LAAF. 
Are you trying to be funny? Because I'm all out of laughs. For the whole week? Yes, sir. And now. That's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents. Today! Today! Is today even a thing? Even a thing? Aw, yes it is. It might be raining, it might be snowing, but don't worry because February 10th is National Umbrella Day. <laughs> Do you have any umbrellas, Jimmy? I have zero umbrellas. Oh, no, wait. No, I have one. It's somewhere. There's like two days worth of opportunity to use it in the Los Angeles area here. So um, I disagree. So, so, so there... You're going to go sun umbrella. A sun umbrella. Okay. So, okay. So, Good point. first of all, let's talk about nice, long pretty vintage umbrellas or the one that's like oh, really let's. long so you can like walk with it like a cane and like swirl it and maybe it has like the parrot head like um mary poppins or something like that so that's does cute. it talk does uh, it sing a verse of the song like in the movie maybe if i went outside and like held it up to the pasadena parrots like we could shoot a little video and we you're could always make talking talk. about your magic shit and smooching your sage all around or whatever you call it Smooching it? What do you call it? Smudging. Smudging, right. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Don't get me off track. We'll talk about smudging next episode. I'm um, just saying you could use magic to make the parrot talk if you wanted to. Yes. Okay, I'll work on that. She has the magic, but she I'm gonna doesn't need a lot of sage. It, you, know? <laughs> you sound like one of the kids when I'm playing Elsa at the birthday parties. Good lord. Yeah. Do We're it. talking about umbrellas. Oh, okay. Okay. So <laughs> So it's also good to have a, you know, retractable umbrella where you press the button and boom, it's like a weapon. Like, watch yeah. out. Like, I always carry that umbrella and I'm like, if anyone comes close, you just point the button and it's right in their face. Um, but I found recently I do like umbrellas that are like black on the outside or a simple color. And then inside there's like a rainbow, for example, or maybe a colorful pattern of roses and or a sunny blue sky inside, which I like. Okay. But it's true that since moving to Los Angeles, I have discovered something called a sun umbrella, which you can get on Amazon and all the things. Um, they have an SPF of like 50 SPF. Yeah, this part's important because if you try to use your rain umbrella for the sun, sometimes like if it's real hot, like the sun just comes right through and yeah. gets you a sunburn. Right it actually lowers, lowers the degrees underneath the umbrella by 5 to 10 degrees, which in the middle of the summer in LA, especially if you're standing around on set, you want to have that umbrella. And uh, Kristen Bell on The Good Place actually has invented a thing that she uses for herself. It's a hands-free sun umbrella to keep her skin so white. So basically it clips on the front of her. So she's in wardrobe and she clips the thing to her and then she can do the scene hands-free. But the only thing is that it's like it is that perimeter of the umbrella around her. So mm. she can't get that close to the actors. And I have seen her rehearsing and the director was like uh, Kristen could you lose the umbrella just for like this one scene and she's like okay and then she just presses one clip in the front and it like explodes and falls off her to the back special equipment <laughs> special equipment so that you can stay extra white that's L-A-A-F Dita Von Teese does it I don't know how she does it she lives in LA and she's got porcelain skin uh, you gotta have that uh, visor Mm -hmm. First of all, that visor that's like, um, remember, remember uh, uh, the there was a scandal a while back where a visor wearer, uh, the football guy, and he, he, he had a sugar baby and she was a visor person. It was like the first appearance of the visor. Wait, not the not the COVID visor. That's not going to protect from the sun. No, it no, sun visor. It. Yeah. yeah, but it looks like a welding mask. Oh. You know, it goes all over your whole face. I saw someone wearing one of those on set one time, and I like thought she had a medical condition. No, she was just trying to stay pale. 
back in on the East Coast, you know, kind of sometimes you're embarrassed. You're like, oh, I don't want to wear a hat and mittens. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, I don't know if it's cool. And at first, when you move to LA, you're like, I don't know if I want to like wear the visor and the big sunglasses and carry the umbrella. But then you start to realize, well, maybe it's because I'm getting older and I don't. I'm not afraid of being dorky anymore. But you know, <laughs> it makes sense. Okay, umbrella day. Happy umbrella day, everybody. Uh, tomorrow, well, today is International Day of Women and Girls in Science, uh, continuing the rampage of International Women and Girls Days over and over and over again. They're taking over basically the entire month. There's been like uh, Women and Girls in Music uh, Day, and there's been Women and Girls uh, who who have a, 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 a denim pants day, and there's you know just every day there's another Women and Girls well, good. Day. Good. I mean, are you excited about that? And tomorrow. Chinese New Year kicks off February 12th. <gasps> that's uh, two days. 20- that's Sunday. Uh, oh, no, that's Friday. Oh, we'll be back to you on that day. That, uh, uh, that's not Friday. Uh, Get yourself together. What's happening? What's happening? Okay, so the 12th. Yeah, Chinese New Year. Happy uh, that. Uh, and uh, tomorrow, National Make a Friend Day. Do not recommend. Friends are for children. All cardboard, all hollow, all phony, all done with mirrors. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. It actually is my birthday. It's Chloe Grace Moritz's birthday. Emma Roberts, one of the one of the one of the great Emmas. How yeah. many Emmas we got? I my love grandma that Emma. All right, the original, the OG. I had a teddy bear named Emma. Um, Emma Stone, uh, Emma Thompson. Oh yeah. Uh, Emma, that's it. Yeah, it's Emma's a nice, simple, got. like, babies can say it kind of name. Um, it's Laura Dern's birthday. All the old Dern's lady birthday. names are coming back. Oh, Laura Dern, your duple-ganger. Duple? And um, uh, she's very tall, though. Oh, yeah. And Elizabeth Banks. I love her. Could you take her in a fight, you think? No. You're younger. Laura Dern is intimidating AF. Yeah, she's pretty. She's kind of tall and lanky. She's got that reach. She'd probably clobber yeah, you. She plays, like, evil white women. <laughs> <laughs> Which also I do, I guess now. She's the mom on Ozark, and uh, she gets hard. No, like, no, fast. no! You're confusing them. Laura, you're confusing Laura Dern and isn't she the, the other one I look like. Nah, nah. Yes, um, you are. Uh, no, I no, just no. mentioned the other one. Ah, uh, what's her name? Nah, it's the same same lady. Laura Linney. <laughs> okay. Laura Linney and Laura Dern are different. Ah, white I knew it was a Laura. Wow, how come she looks just the same then? No, Laura <sighs> Dern is the one, and Laura Linney. No, Laura Dern is the one that's in Ozark. It's hard to be a white woman in Hollywood. Laura we Dern all look is the same. Look. <laughs> ah. No, Laura Dern does a little bit more character type. Uh, no, no, Laura Dern Ozark. Here it is, IMDb. No, she has appeared in Netflix's crime series oh. Ozark alongside Jason Bateman. The other one was not the one, so you were wrong the other day, and I am right no, today. No, I'm right. I'm right. It says her credits right here. <laughs> Look up Laura Linney. Laura Linney's the wife. Uh, Laura Linney. Okay, Laura. Laura Linney, here learn, we go. learn, Laura, learn, Laura. Oh my Dern. God! God damn it. We are over. Happy birthday. This show is over. Look, Laura Linney, she was a star of in Ozark. Lorenzo's Oil. No, what? Oh. Oh, dang, you're right. Yes! 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 Why did it just say, okay, I give up on the internet. Maybe she was a guest star or something, but. Screw the internet. Anyway, happy birthday. (laughs) Tomorrow birthdays, huh? Come on. Mike Shinoda. Mike Shinoda, guitarist from 
green piece? No, come on. Green oh. day? Uh, I have no idea. System of a down? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're asking me? I listened to Broadway musicals growing up. Let's see here. And sometimes uh, opera. Uh, oh, <laughs> it's not System of a Down, it's Linkin Park. Okay, forget this. <laughs> Linkin Park. We always score on oh, this Oh, here segment. we go. Cheryl Crow. Yeah, this is oh, the garbage yeah. segment. This is, this is where all the all the worthless celebrities nobody actually knows comes to die. Oh, come on. That's so cruel. Remember, Thomas Edison's birthday. Christina Ricci. Tomorrow. Josh Brolin. Uh, okay. You like him. Yeah, I do. And Charles Darwin. And Dwarf Mamba tomorrow as well. That's a name? That's a person. I'm looking it up. <laughs> uh, Instagram star. Uh, dwarf. Uh, pretty cute. Pretty uh, adorable. I think I'll go follow him. Depressing. You know that um, <laughs> I guess a bunch of stars are podcasting now. Paris yeah. Hilton said, I Bill really Clinton. believe that voice and audio are the new frontier. Oh, boy. Good for you. She Can't just doesn't want to dye her hair blonde anymore. She wants to let the roots grow out and do some podcasting. I mean, we know how easy it is. Burt Reynolds' birthday tomorrow. Huh? Come on. Stash. My favorite Burt Reynolds moment is in the movie. Uh, it's not striptease. It's oh no, yeah, it's striptease. Um, and he's got Vaseline in he his boots. Stripteases. And he's like, he's got Vaseline in his <gasps> Wait, boots. Wait, is he's he not, the really hairy one? And he goes, "You've never covered yourself in Vaseline and just walked around." And he wow. squishes the Vaseline in his boots a little bit. It's very funny. It's the funniest thing he's ever done. In the and boots? the movie's not very good. Oh, because they're <laughs> stripper boots. Wait, uh, Burt no, Reynolds. it's cowboy boots. Cowboy boots, you know. Oh, well, it's called uh, strip tease. uh, Does he not strip? And Jennifer Aniston, one of the friends, tomorrow turns 51. Uh, We won't be here to celebrate Jennifer Aniston's birthday uh, with you. I will wear my special bra. It's a bra. It has an underwire, but it has no padding, and therefore the nipples show through when it's cold. Jesus Christ. Well, that's what she did on Friends. Have you never noticed that? This is a fucking family show, Grace. It's the Jennifer Aniston boob. (laughs) It's slightly saggy. It looks natural, and you can see the nipple, but it's still somewhat supported. That's good. I mean, tell me you didn't notice that on that show. The last time I saw you was someplace very gay. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. I've never watched Friends. What? What do you mean? I have never watched Friends because it is not funny. I love Friends. It is a terrible show and not funny. Well, um, this guy, Albert of Prussia, in 1525, today on February 10th, he invested with a douchey. For himself and his hair. What is going on? Stop making up words. Look at his hat and the leopard print. I mean, he was ahead of his time. 1525. That probably was really (laughs) real leopard print. And he has the big 40s hat with the like brooch on it. I'm impressed. If you had leopard print back in those days, like you killed that thing. (laughs) (laughs) 1996 on February 10th, uh, which is the date today, world chess champion Gary Kasparov loses a game to a computer, thus starting the AI takeover that would make our lives miserable today, where you can't get anybody from customer service on the phone. (laughs) <laughs> February 10th and after three hours world chess champion uh, loses the first game of a six game match against Deep Blue an IBM computer oh and it's an IBM that's just adding insult to injury that's just pouring lemon juice in the wound of losing 
IBM computer beats you. I mean, I'd, I'd take it from an Apple computer, maybe even a maybe even a Windows machine, but not an IBM. Jesus. <laughs> In 1939, Stagecoach, a Western film uh, starring Claire Trevor and John Wayne, premieres in Miami. Uh, which one? Stagecoach. Oh, Stagecoach. You still haven't seen that. Did I not? I don't I, think you've seen I, it. All I know is I love Maverick. I loved seeing that with Jodie Foster and um, Mel Gibson. Stagecoach is is a great movie. It's great. Like it, it, Sometimes you watch some of the like later John Wayne movies and it's a little bit formulaic and it's like blah, blah. But like if you watch Stagecoach, Stagecoach is like has this feeling of being like the first of something, you know, like there's a million stagecoach adventure ride movies, but like stagecoach is like the original one and it's really good. It's John Ford. I think I love Western movies. It's so fun. We should shoot one. We should write one. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is the horses. They're expensive and you have to treat them well or know someone who has them and who has well-trained ones. And then you have to book scenes and then you have to do scenes. If there's horses in them that don't have, uh, you know, noises, don't have scary things, don't have, you know, you can't spook most horses, horses that can go. It's called, uh, Oh, it's called, uh, like, Oh, a shotgun broke or gun broke or something like that, where you can shoot a gun on top of a horse and they won't bolt. So it's a whole nother stage of training, you know, and that's basically how you get a horse to be okay, like in a set. The animals on set are pretty amazing. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. I saw, I was in a scene once with these attack dogs and they were attacking this stunt guy who dropped down from the ceiling and was supposed to be robbing something. And he had padding all over his forearms and where the dogs were supposed to bite him. And then the trainer worked with the stunt guy and they were, the dogs would practice being on the, the trainer would cue them to go. They would go and they would like literally salivate at the mouth, bark, and they would attack this guy and bite him like on the the hats. But they're (laughs) dogs. So even though they're the best of the best and they're super trained and there's like one and there's a stand-in backup one um by the end like the stunt guy was he had to fall to the ground and writhe as they attacked him yeah. he was you could tell he was terrified oh, he basically no. said to the he was like okay did we get it he's like sweating you know he's trying to be professional but yeah. he's like okay yeah they kind of came through the padding like on the arm like it's scary but good lord remember how we talked about um how horses back in the day were not treated well on western films that when they fell you can tell watching them if a horse falls it might break its foot and if it breaks its foot that's bad it might have to die it has yeah it has to there's no way which is horrible and i don't understand that why can't you just have the horse limp around and the expense of it it can't limp around the expense it's a it's a it's a life no the only way to do it is put them in a sling and and have them elev- and have them lifted up off of the ground while the bone heals and it's just entirely too expensive and usually they I'm sorry die that of is just terrible. ruthless and horrible to think yeah. of that you know i mean horses especially if they're being used for the purpose of humans you know should be cared for and loved and taken care of if they just have a broken foot not killed yeah i hear you and boycott racetracks cuz it's just i don't like it uh, oh yeah, and um, this is uh, or tomorrow is the anniversary of Nelson Mandela's uh, release from prison and the end of uh, apartheid. Here was an item everybody could have some fun with. I think I've heard everything I need to hear. I'll say. I'm emailing you uh, something, Jimmy. In oh, 19. 19- no. 
40. Uh, are we eating meals? Uh, Glenn Miller's In the Mood hit uh, number one on the charts. Hey. A classic. Pretty much. All right, here it comes. <laughs> and the horns. A regular arachnid, but Come I on. Well, it's going to be a great Wednesday. Late edition podcast today. Uh, gonna gonna just uh, st- uh, throw it right out there. Get it uh, edited up for you and throw it out there and for your listening pleasure. And uh, oh, hey, and shout out to uh, our brand new newest uh, LAAFer out there, Brandon Kelly, my buddy from set. Um, oh, he's good at everything he does. Oh, he's great. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, guy fascinates me because he he's a not not really an actor. Didn't come to L.A. to act and got snatched up for this film. And uh, his performance in the film has this like uh, magic to it of the immediacy of like a non-actor, you know. But like also very good, you know. And like, God it damn it, sh- these non-actors. Well, but it shows you it shows you how far a personality goes, you know. Personality is so important, and so. Anyways, hey, way to, way to do it in the movie. And also G4, Jesse Gomez the fourth man. I oh, mean, he's, he's the lead of the movie. He carried the film. He suffered a small injury on oh, the no. final day. Yeah, Really? Yeah. Well, I'm, he worked his ass off. And what a great actor. Every so, day. so pleasant just, to oh. work with. Yeah, just awesome. Just awesome. Great so smile. I hope that guy's out there getting some rest. My buddy Clayton, my buddy Athrea, um, everybody from the uh, from the film. Man, it was a it was a great experience. Uh, I'm still recovering, <laughs> and uh, I, it's the sleep schedule. You know, we were shooting these late nights, and now I'm trying to get into my my old routine of sleeping, and uh, it's just uh, it's difficult. You know what I'm saying? I did want to talk about Wednesday since it's Wednesday. Oh, um, yeah, sure. The word actually comes from the Old English Wodenistag and Middle English Wednesday, Day of Woden. Reflecting Woden. the religion practiced by the Anglo-Saxons, the English equivalent of the Norse god Odin. Yeah. So it's kind of to do with that. And then in the Romance languages like French or Italian, Mercadi, Mercoladi, the day's name comes from the day of Mercury, which would be the god Mercury or Hermes, um, the god of communication. So Wednesday's element is Earth. And it's um, since it's associated with Mercury, it is the best day of the week for travel and communication. But it's the most intellectual and creative day of the week. Um, but also Mercury is the fastest spinning planet, so it can, you know, stir up some emotions and provide us with mixed feelings, especially when Mercury's in retrograde, which I believe it is, and which is why all the things bad are happening in the world. That's official astrology talk. But it's also <laughs> hump day, which means you get to Yeah. All humping. Special tips from me to you. Yeah, yeah. Happy hump day, everybody. Get after it. Woden says. Yeah, Woden demands that you that you hump. And in my um, <laughs> and in my ongoing investigation of uh, what what where should we go if we want to be a part of a great community in Los Angeles? Um, Facebook. No, 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 no. There's Facebook so many is trash. There. Facebook's trash and inspired women of LA. So, but Buddha Field, okay, Buddha Field, started by the ballet Budica? dancer, by the ballet dancer and charismatic leader Michael 
in the West Hollywood of the 1980s, Budafield mixes Eastern religions, according to former members in the document, Holy Hell, sexual shenanigans. So if you want to have... That's the Bible for their, their cult? Yeah, yeah. Holy hell, sexual shenanigans? No, 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 no. That doc- should be a movie. No, there was a documentary. That should be two movies. There was a documentary about Budafield called Holy Hell. Oh, it is a movie. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to watch this movie um, because I'm interested in cults and I'm especially interested in uh, uh, like Hollywood cults. You know, I, I find it I find it fascinating that you would come here and there's so much to do and so much to dig your fingers in and such a vast society and you would still join a cult. People want to feel included. Happy Wednesday. See you Friday, everybody. Follow us. Patreon.com slash L-A-A-F. Give us a dollar. And send us some healing energy and love. Yeah, you know, keep that. Keep that for yourself. You'll need it. Don't send it this way. We like it. We hate it. Have a... <laughs> You always need the last word. I should save my best ha-has for when I'm feeling blue. Fly, Eagle, fly. If you're listening to this, 